If you're listening to this, it probably means that you are a youth leader in some capacity. And if you're leading youth, it's important that you are a leader that your youth want to follow. Otherwise, they're going to be fighting you every step of the way. So in this episode, I'm going to share a few things that you can do to make sure that you are a leader that your youth want to follow. My name is Michael Collins. This is the Maximize Youth Ministry podcast. This show exists to help you gain skill and confidence in youth ministry. I hope you love the show today. Let's get right into it. So the first thing, anytime you're leading anybody, youth included, I am a big subscriber to the servant leadership model. Because I believe if you're in a position of authority, you are responsible for making sure that you put the people you have authority over before yourself. So you think of them before you think of yourself, which means every decision you make, every rule you create, everything you ask them to do must be for them more than it's for you or for anything else. And there's lots of examples of servant leadership in the Bible, but one that I want to point out is that we're told to pray, right? We're told to pray in scripture several times, but we don't pray because God needs us to keep him in the loop on what's going on. He's omniscient, remember? So he knows everything already. So if he already knows what we're going to say, why does he ask us to pray? It's because he knows that we need prayer. It's good for us. So he tells us to do something because it's for us, not for him. And this is the same attitude that we need to take when we're leading our youth. When we make a rule, when we tell them to do something or not to do something, we need to make sure that the heart behind that decision, the reason behind that decision, is always an attitude of serving them, not serving ourselves or serving our ministry or anything else. It's for them. Now, how can we know if a rule is for them or for you? Because sometimes it can be hard to tell. Well, ask yourself, what would you say if a student asked you why the rule existed? Do you have a good answer to the question why? And if the answer is because I said so, then that's not a good answer. It probably isn't coming from a place of servant leadership. So really be honest with yourself and go through and think about why are you making decisions that you're making? Why are you asking them to do or not do the things that you're asking them to do? And where is that coming from? Any decision that we make as a leader needs to be to serve the people that we're trying to lead. Now, just because our decisions are trying to serve them does not mean that they're always going to agree with our decisions, especially kids, right? They might want to really badly to climb up on the roof and have a marshmallow fight, but we know that that's a bad idea and somebody's going to get hurt. So we make the decision not to let them do that, not because we don't want to have fun, but we want to serve them by keeping them safe, even if it's against their will sometimes. So I'm not saying that you need to let them do whatever they want to do or that it's bad to have rules, but Make sure that your heart behind the rules is always one of love and serving the youth that you're trying to lead. I've talked about this before. If you've taken the Tough Case 101 online course, uh, you've heard me say this, but we want to always make sure 
when we're trying to be a, a good leader and being a leader that our youth want to follow, we want to make sure that we are calm and confident. Nobody wants to follow a leader who's anxious and sporadic and doesn't seem to know what's going on or what they are doing. This doesn't mean that you always have to know exactly what the right thing is or have the right answer all the time, but you do need to keep your cool even when you don't know exactly what to do. We want to make sure that we are responding to the problems that come up, not reacting to them. We need to keep our emotions under control. If we're getting angry or upset visibly and the kids can tell, the youth can see this, um, then it's going to make it hard for them to follow us. <laughs> they might be scared of us. It might hurt our relationship with them. Um, we're not going to seem like the confident, responsible leader that they can trust to make the right decision. But if we're calm, when everybody else is nervous and freaking out, then it helps put them at ease as well. So no matter what comes your way, try your best to keep your cool. Stay calm. Think rationally about whatever's going on and make the best decision possible. If you haven't heard, I already talked about it once, but I have the tough case system, which is a system I developed for making the best decision possible when it comes to discipline problems in youth ministry. You can get it for free at MaximizeYouthMinistry.com. All right, I promise I'm going to stop trying to sell you on that now. Moving on. The next thing you can do to be a leader that your youth want to follow is to be open and honest about who you are. Don't try to fake a personality to relate to the kids. A lot of youth leaders, especially if you're older, you might be concerned that you're not going to be able to relate to the kids. You're not going to understand their references. You're not going to get their jokes. Uh, They're just going to think you're some old loser and they're not going to want to hang out with you. But that, my experience has been that if you show them that you care about them and you love them, they're not going to care about whether or not you understand their references to Fortnite or TikTok or whatever else. It's not about the pop culture nearly as much as as it is about a real relationship. They want a real relationship with a real person. So don't fake it. They can smell fake from a mile away. But be open, be honest. Don't overshare if you're you know having problems in your marriage or something your youth are not the people that you want to talk to about that but don't try and be fake or put on a fake personality or fake a good mood even if you're having a rough day just be honest about it let them see you handling your problems in a christ-like way not pretending like you don't have any problems because you are a real person You have problems, and they want to know you as a real person, not as some fake personality that you would put on to try to keep them entertained. Because that might, maybe it'll work for a little while if you have younger youth, but it's never going to work forever. Um, And a real relationship with a real person is going to have a much bigger impact in their lives than being entertained by some fake personality. The next step is to lead by example. Never ask them to do something you're not going to do. And this can be anything from following the rules to even playing a game. Typically, when we think of lead by example, set a good example, we mean, hey, don't break the rules because the kids are going to try to break the rules. But this also can be, you know, a game that maybe you really don't want to play. 
if you're standing on the sidelines and some kids go and try to sit down and stop playing the game and you tell them that they have to go out and participate, but you're not participating, that's not setting a good example. So in anything, not just with following the rules, don't ask the kids to do something that you're not willing to do. Don't ever say anything along the lines of, now I'm only going to do this once, but you guys should never do it. All right. Saying it's okay for you to do it, but it's not okay for your youth to do it just kind of feels unfair to them. Now, this doesn't have to be a hard and fast rule all the time. As a youth leader, as an adult, there are going to be times when you need to do something as part of your job that you can't let every member of your youth group or camp or school classroom do. And that's fine. I'm not saying it needs to be 100% all the time. But just be aware of the fact of how it appears to your youth when you're telling them to do something or not to do something that you're doing or not doing. Now, getting close to the end here, got a couple more, but these next ones are important. So listen up. This is hard for a lot of people, especially leaders a lot of times, but it means so much and it's so important. And it is apologize when you mess up. When you make a mistake, if you lose your cool, even if you it seems like it, nobody cares. Go and apologize. If you messed up, apologize. That's what you would want them to do, right? Go out, lead by example, let them know, hey, guys, I shouldn't have done this. I told you this. I told you that. I made a mistake. I lost my temper. I, I did whatever. It was a mistake, and I'm sorry. And apologize when you mess up. And if it was a mistake... Call it a mistake. But sometimes it's worse than that. Sometimes we didn't do something on accident. We didn't make a mistake. We chose to do something that was wrong. And if that's the case, don't make the mistake of calling something an accident when it was intentional and it was all wrong in your apology. When you apologize, don't try to make light of it if it was serious. You don't have to make a bigger deal out of something that wasn't serious, but be honest and try your best to let go of your pride and make an honest apology to your youth. They're not going to lose respect for you. And if anything, they'll gain respect and they'll trust you a lot more because you're holding yourself accountable just like you hold them accountable. The next one goes right along the same lines. We have trouble with it sometimes because we're prideful people. But it's ask for help. If you're struggling, if you need help, ask for it. You should have some people around you who are able to help, hopefully. Uh, Let them step in. Let them give you a helping hand. You don't have to do it all on your own. I know you're the leader of this group. You're responsible for them. But it doesn't mean that you're by yourself on an island trying to piece together a raft from coconuts. All right. Call somebody, ask them for help, ask them for advice, whatever it is that you need. Just don't be too proud to ask for help because you're not only going to wear yourself out, you're going to hurt your youth because when you get worn out, you're not going to be able to show up for them as much as you should be able to. So don't be afraid to ask for help. If not for your sake, then at least for your youth's sake. And then the last one, if you've listened to any other episode, you should know this was coming. It's the most important thing you could ever do in youth ministry. 
love the kids all the time, no matter what. I hope you enjoyed this. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening, and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.